Hey, I'm Ella Gray, and welcome back to the Key of E podcast. Today, I'm starting my series on Andy Grammer. I first heard of Andy Grammer in, gosh, I want to say 2011, um, whenever this song came out, which I'm sure you know. But you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, hey, you gotta keep your head up, oh, and you can let your head down, I remember Keep Your Head Up being on a Disney Channel commercial. I don't know why I have that memory. I That's probably where I heard it. I just thought, I don't know, I thought he had a cool voice. It was kind of jazzy. So I thought that we would start off by breaking down his debut album, self-titled Andy Grammer. <laughs> Me and my dad have this joke that Andy Grammer has a bunch of, like, metaphorical children in the music industry because for some reason, whenever Shawn Mendes was starting out um, and he was, like, every song was, like, him and an acoustic guitar, my dad was like, don't you feel like he could be, like, Andy Grammer's son? And I was like, what do you mean? I'm so confused. And he was like, they're both, like, they both got an acoustic, like, they're just kind of, like, singer-songwriter. And I was like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. So for a while, we just associated Half of the time, we wouldn't even call him Sean Mendez. We just called him Andy Grammer's son. I don't know. I don't know why. Andy's too young to have Sean Mendez as a son, but just like an industry family member, you know? And so I don't even. Maybe, maybe that makes no sense to you. So then we just started associating a ton of singer songwriters with Andy Grammer. And so we saw Alec Benjamin last year. And I was like, man, that could be Andy Grammer's son, too. And so now we, so Sean Mendez, um, Alec Benjamin, they're all Andy Grammer's metaphorical children. Even like Noah Kahn, he could also be his kid. I don't know. I don't know if that makes any sense. I wish I could describe it better. Just any of those like, I don't know, guy with a guitar. And even like, because I was like, Ed Sheeran is also that, too. He's a good songwriter. He's just kind of a chill guy. Like, he just, like, I don't want to be like, oh, they're just boring looking, but they just look like normal guys. Andy Grammer looks like a guy, just a guy at a restaurant, you know? He's just a guy. And that's sick. And I love that for him. And even Ed Sheeran is the same way. And, like, he gets a lot of, like, I don't know, he gets kind of memed to death because Ed Sheeran's just like a little a little guy, a little little Brit, and he's a ginger, and and people like to come for gingers, I guess. And so I'm like, but I feel like I feel like Andy and Ed have the same vibe, and so we were like, okay, maybe they're like industry cousins, so they could be cousins. Even like Jason Mraz, like again, acoustic guitar, kind of kind of jazzy voice. Almost like they could be at a wedding and just, like, play a little song. Jason and Ed and Andy, they're all industry cousins. And that's a fact. Not an opinion. Definitely a fact. Who knows if that made any sense. I I think it's funny. So now anytime we see somebody, like, street performing or, like, playing a guitar, we're like, oh, that's Andy Grammer's kid. Because I just feel like... Andy is just such, like, a nice guy. Like, he would be willing to, like, help anybody else in the industry. Like, he'll be like, let's make a song together. Let's write together. Like, I don't know. I just, I feel like he would just take them up under his wing and be like, 
man, let's jam. You want to come open for me? I don't know. I, <laughs> he just seems like a nice guy. I don't know. I, I don't really have much information to back that up, but from what I know, I, he's a nice guy. Wow. After that tangent. Uh, Andy started out street performing in LA and playing his little guitar and just writing cute little songs. And this album is its pretty jazzy. He obviously has a great voice. He's a great songwriter, and we continue to see that with the other albums to follow. The fact that this album came out more than a decade ago, and I still listen to it constantly. I wish I could find it on vinyl. I just think it's a great start for him. So I'm going to start with Miss Me. The instrumentals on this song are so good. It's almost like cinematic with like the strings. I don't know. Set me up for the falling, gave me no warning, you were gone. Let me down, I was reeling. I can't believe what you have done. I believe in my heart when something's wrong, say it's wrong. I can deal with the part when something's wrong, if we both stay strong. So the song's about a relationship that ended, and like obviously after a relationship ends, you have a lot of regrets where he's like, if you would have told me you're second guessing, maybe we could have worked it out. I think it's I think it's really well written. It's so hard to pick and I really try every week to pick a favorite song on whatever album I'm talking about. And I think my favorite song on this album is The Pocket. It's so jazzy. I love it. Pocket is a very common term in my house. My mom, obviously, if she, when she gets to hear me sing, every time she's like, that was amazing, you did so good. And then my dad is just kind of like, he'll tell me, obviously, if it sounded good or bad. So that's why I'm like, my mom will be like, why don't you play me any of your songs? And I'm like, because you're just going to say that you love it and I need like constructive criticism. She's like, oh yeah, I, I, I will probably say that. So my dad will be like, oh, you were in the pocket, you weren't in the pocket. Him saying that, like, I immediately know what he means. And so my mom one day was like, what does that mean? Like, why why does he say that? And I was like, I don't really know how to describe it. Like, you just weren't, you weren't fitting in. It sounded like the band was in another room and the singer was in another room and they just put it together and it it wasn't meshing. And so I looked up a real definition because I wanted to explain it better than that stupid definition that I gave her. Being in the pocket means being in tempo and following the groove of the instrumentation. Basically just follow the band. (laughs) Basically just don't fall behind, follow the click, don't sound like you're singing a totally different song. And so this song being called The Pocket, he's comparing the way that 
all of the instruments and the vocals and the melodies and the chords and the beat of a song fit together, like how he's hoping that he will find a relationship in the future that also blends like a good song would blend. So he's talking about a girl that he hopes to find, and he hopes that they fit together emotionally and spiritually like a song fits together. He says, I'm looking for a queen who's more than gorgeous on a movie screen. I'm looking for the cover girl of Dignified Beauty magazine. And then the chorus we have, do we fit in the pocket when the dreams and the drums start rocking? Can we dance with our knees not knocking? I want a bass and backbeat to lock in. I want to know real love's not forgotten. I want a teacher who's eager to speak her mind. I'm looking for a shining light that likes to fight and persevere. I'm looking for a lady that wants to make me part of her atmosphere. I think the song is so cute. It's a cool comparison to think of, like, whenever people are like, oh, we're just a perfect harmony together. Just kind of, like, taking that little cheesy statement and making it like, yeah, I I hope that our relationship feels like a song. Kind of sounds like a symphony. I want to talk about Biggest Man in Los Angeles. This song is really cool because he's talking about how he started on the streets and singing and how it's really overwhelming. He's telling us that he's obviously not going to forget where he came from, you know, humble beginnings. And we were walking around like downtown Nashville on Broadway and it was really overwhelming because there's so many bands and so many people performing. And I was like, this was supposed to be inspirational I think for me I was expecting to be like there's so much music here I love it but it was almost like it was humbling but it was also a little bit discouraging because I was like who am I to want to do music there's so many people who also want to do what I want to do and I understand that I've thought about that before, obviously, that these aren't just my dreams. Everybody has these dreams. But it can really be discouraging to look around at so many other people who are also trying to make money and trying to make a living and trying to prove to those around them, hey, this is a real career. I can make this work. It's not going to be as fast as I would like it to be. It's going to take a lot of perseverance. But ultimately, this is what I want to do. And so obviously, I'm going to put my whole heart and soul into it. And so he sings about that. And how it can be discouraging, but whenever people will sing with him and, like, actually give him the time of day and look at him and and acknowledge, okay, this dude, he's not only just singing for background noise, he's showing us that this is what he loves to do, this is his passion. And so, I just, I I think that it's, it's really cute in that aspect that he's expressing, like, there's those little, tiny moments where you're like okay, this is what I'm supposed to do. You get that reassurance of, like, I'm in the right place. I'm doing what I'm supposed to be doing. Even though it's really hard, this is kind of like a little shining light that's being like, hey, you're, you're doing the right thing. He says, I'm home, I'm right where I belong, and there's nowhere else that I'd rather be. Those moments on the street when the crowd would rock with me, I felt like the biggest man in Los Angeles. All I really need 
are some ears to hear me dream. I feel like the biggest man in Los Angeles standing on the street. Obviously, like I've said many times, I love Andy. I love his writing style. I love that he continues to impress with albums to come. And yeah, we're going to break down all of them as we continue through the series and talk about the other albums. Thank you for listening, and I'll see you next week.